Yo, what's happening? It's Zenga, and welcome to the Zenga Show, which is brought to you by Wolfam Tech. It's a new virtual alternative that provides innovative virtual solutions to amplify the skill sets and voices of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, creatives, and organizations worldwide. Their platform empowers people through the connectivity of technology and learning to connect, create, and build community. Check them out at wolfamtech.com. That's W-O-F-E-M-T-E-C-H.com. Welcome to episode number eight. It's been a hot minute. I'm glad that you are here and locked in. And boy, we got a bunch of stuff to get through here today. Uh, Let's really just start off with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. If you haven't heard the news because you've been living under a rock or whatever, uh, after seven years of marriage, four kids, they are officially calling it quits. They're donezos. Now, I don't know if Kanye was you know, fully on board with everything. He's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's about that time, but Kim definitely started everything. Um, I, I believe it was last week. She submitted a uh, divorce documents. And so now they're just going through the procedure of, uh, getting divorced. By the way, Kim, this is her third divorce. Um, this is Kanye's first ever divorce. <laughs> you know, I, I look at this, and this, this was very interesting. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend about this whole entire uh, divorce situation between Kanye and Kim. She's like, oh, the poor kids and stuff. I was like, why are you saying the poor kids? Those kids are going to be fine. And she was making the argument that because they have a lot of money doesn't mean that the kids are going to be fine. And I say, I beg to differ because both mom and dad have a significant amount of money and wealth those kids are going to be completely fine. They're going to have the best life, right? They're going to be able to spend um, all the time that they want with both parents, whether it's together or whether it's individually, because again, they have the money to take all the time off to spend with their kids and devote and, and, you know, and devote that time with their kids where the average person who has to, you know, work their job, maybe even pick up a second job now because they're getting divorced and they got to pay um, child support and they got to pay alimony, whatever it may be. Uh, they may not get to spend all the time that they want with their kids because they don't want to, you know, for some reason end up in jail or whatever. But these kids are going to be fine, man. They're going to have the best life ever. They're getting the best of both worlds. They're going to have their mom and their dad. They're, they're most likely will take family vacations and trips together. It's just the Kardashian way. Like, but I think any, any parent, right. Would, would, would want the same thing. Right. But again, it's much different when you have an unlimited amount of money and an unlimited amount of time where you can pretty much just do whatever you want so those kids are fine but it kind of it kind of sucks man i like kim and kanye i thought they they their marriage was good you know there's definitely been some bumps and some hiccups along the road of their seven-year marriage and their relationship but seven years is a long time to be to me to be married to someone and have four kids and and build a life and i thought they were like one of the better couples you know what I mean? As crazy as Kanye is, let's not sugarcoat it. Uh, they look like a, a pretty decent couple, man. And, you know, they had some couple goals, which I never thought I would ever say that. Where they go from here? I don't know, man. Is Kim going to find someone else and get married again? I don't know. Is Kanye going to find someone and get married again? I don't know. They'll be fine. They will be fine. I saw this video 
um, on TikTok. <laughs> it, was, it was about tipping. I felt so bad for this guy because he's on this. He, he's on. He's on TikTok and he's pretty much crying because you know he's about to be homeless for the third time, and you know um, he he's struggling to to make rent and and to make money. And what he does is he he delivers. So like uh, skip the dishes, Uber Eats, DoorDash, stuff like that. So the situation that he was talking about was that someone had placed an order and he came to drop it off. He couldn't find parking. So he messaged the people, hey, I can't find parking. Do you mind just coming down to the street and picking up the food so I don't have to go and pay for parking? People are like, no, 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 no. We can't do that. We can't. Do- We're not doing that. So this guy ended up having to drive somewhere, find parking, pay for parking, and then go into these people's building and go upstairs and give them their food. And they only tipped him $2.50. Now, big dick move. It's a big dick move. You know what I mean? If someone messaged you, your delivery person says, hey, look, I can't find parking. I don't want to pay for parking. Just come down, grab the food, and go back about your your day. It's going to take you, what, all of five minutes to to do that? But the issue where I had is just like, yo, because he kept saying, listen, People need to tip better on these apps, you, you know, like five, ten, fifteen dollars. There's already a markup when you when you order something on one of these delivery services. You know, it's definitely cheaper to go to the store yourself and pick it up. For if I pay sixty dollars for a meal because I'm I'm feeding a bunch of people or whatever, um, and then it's you want me to tip another five dollars, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars on top of that. I bro, times are tough. I can't do that as much as I feel for your situation and and don't like seeing someone in, in a position where they can't have a roof over their head because they can't afford it. They're not making enough money. End of the day, bro, I didn't tell you to go and be a delivery person. I know it sounds brash and, and it sounds very hard and, and not uh, empathetic, but telling people they should tip more is the main reason why people hate tipping. I, I went the other day to go pick up an order that we, that we place. I got to the store <laughs> and the lady, she hands me the machine. And the first thing I see is, is, is the tip button. This is like, you know, how much do you want to tip? And I'm like, I don't want to tip anything. I really don't look like I appreciate you putting the food together. That's why I'm paying for the food. But why, you know, I, I get some kind of guilt feeling for not tipping when I'm coming to pick up an order. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, What? So let's do a like let's do away with that. Um, the next time someone places an order and they're coming to pick it up at your at your store, uh, already see, skip the tip selection. Skip the tip selection. Hand the machine to them, and if they want to tip, they're like, "Oh, hey, I just wanted to leave you a tip. Can I do that?" You're like, "Yeah, no problem." But don't let 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 someone see it because uh, it really does give people, you know, it makes them feel a certain way. Right, you're like, oh shit, I'm being a cheapskate. I should tip, even though I drove all the way out here to pick up the food. But back to that guy, you know. Again, I feel for him. My heart goes out for him. But telling people that they should tip better on these apps, listen, times are hard. I'm gonna tip you what what I can afford to tip you. And again, let's keep in mind there is a markup when you use these apps, right? Um, and that's just. The cost of, I guess, doing business or the cost of having something uh, very convenient. You know what I mean? So I really hope this guy is able to figure everything out or someone is able to help him out in some shape or form. But maybe start looking for a different gig, man. I'm just I'm just saying. 
So the big thing that's happening in the States right now is Texas and their unprecedented weather. Super, super cold. People are without power. People are without clean drinking water. People are freezing. It's nuts. And I've been sitting here watching all this unfold. And I've just the one thing that just keeps coming into my head is like, yo, did no one think about weatherizing the infrastructure just in case? You know what I mean? Like, sure, it would have cost a little bit more money to do it, but Texas probably wouldn't be in the situation that they're in if they had taken the steps to weatherize everything to make sure that if on the off chance something like this does happen, it's not a big catastrophe where millions of people are without electricity, millions of people are without heat, millions of people are without clean drinking water, and people like it, it just seems like the, the common sense to do when you're making any sort of plan, always have that worst case scenario plan so you know you, you can protect and, and, and try to mitigate any serious bad things that happen. It, it just it blows my mind that you know you have people who are paid so much money and they just they, they, they essentially drop the ball on this. I don't get it. And and then people are dying, man. People are dying because they're trying to stay warm and they hop in their vehicle in their garage and they're trying to stay warm. Like and sure you can sure you can make the argument be like, well they should have the garage door open. I'm not disagreeing with that on, on that with you. Yeah, they definitely should have had the garage door open, but they should have never been in the situation to where, you know, they didn't have heat. Like it's a first world country. What are we talking about? You don't expect things like this to happen. And if things like this do happen, you expect it to only happen for a couple of hours and then the government steps in and all is well, right? People fix everything and everything is back to normal. You don't expect to go, you know, days and days and days with no heat and, and no clean water. Hopefully this is a learning experience that going forward, the state of Texas, the people who, you know, are in charge of the infrastructure, make the necessary adjustments and changes so that if something like this does happen again in the future, uh, they are very, very well prepared to deal with it and and to mitigate the, the chaos that it causes. Also, with Texas and everything that's going on, Senator Ted Cruz, who's also a Canadian, uh, <laughs> decided to take a trip to Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I just, when I heard the news, I was like, oh, I mean, that's not great optics, but guy wants to be warm and his family wants to be warm. And so I, I can understand why you'd want to, you know, make a trip like that. But man, the optics on that are, are are not good. And then Ted's out here trying to clean it up. He's he's out here trying to clean it up. This is what he had to say. I'd initially planned to stay through the weekend and to work remotely there, but but as I as I was heading down there, I, you know, I started to have second thoughts almost immediately because the crisis here in Texas. I don't know if you remember from the the start of the year, the the first episode back, um, how I mentioned. I want politicians to stop just, you know, doing the whole cleanup game. Just straight up be like, listen, man, I was cold. My family's cold. We said we can afford to get out of this cold and go to somewhere nice. So we did it. I was going to remote work remotely and contribute to, you know, anything I can do to help, uh, you know, mitigate this crisis and, and help people from Cancun. Just, just be straight. Like, why spin it? 
Why? It doesn't matter how how you spin it. It's still going to be bad. People are still going to look at you differently. You know what I mean? Because they're like, well, aren't you the same guy who said that you were here for us uh, during X, Y, and Z crisis and that you would always be here for Texans, but during a crisis, you're, you're flying away? Like, people are still going to feel that way. Just be straight up. Like, sure, they'll, they'll still think that you're a complete dickhead for doing something like that, but they will respect the fact that you were honest with them. Um, he's been doing a lot of cleanup. He, uh, I think it was, I forget what day it was. He put out pictures of, of him dropping off water to, you know, Texans, um, which is great. Is it going to do a lot? No, not really. <laughs> it's not It's not going to do a lot. People are still going to be like, you're still a dickhead and you're just doing this just to kind of save face and, and show that you actually truly, truly, really do care. You know what's nuts, too? And this this goes back to, like, the whole entire um, uh, Texas and their infrastructure. Does Ted not have anyone in his on his team to be like, hey, I don't think that's this is a good idea for you to leave right about now. Like the optics on it will not look good. And it's just going to cause this unnecessary press that we just don't need right now. Did no one decide to step up and say and say that? And if someone <laughs> no one did, like someone should be fired. So she would lose her job. You know, the best part of the, this whole entire like um, Ted Cruz flying off to cancun is him like pretty much wearing the same exact outfit as pablo escobar when i think he's like just uh from from narcos when he's walking around you know in his backyard and stuff it's all lonely it's same exact outfit i swear to god uh but give this a couple more weeks maybe a couple more months people will forget about it for the for the time being until when it really matters re-election time then you know then people it'll be brought up again and then you know people like oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember that he did that what a dickhead what a dickhead all right so the last thing we're getting to on this episode is australia's new law that they're getting ready to pass and what facebook did in response of that new law getting ready to pass so facebook they wiped uh they wiped clean uh state department and health department pay facebook pages emergency service pages and other media companies uh facebook pages because um australia is getting set to pass law that would make large tech companies like google like facebook pay media organizations for content that appears on their platform now for the most part google they're taking this in stride they've struck a deal with rupert murdoch's news corp and they're gonna be paying them for their content for the for the next three years and i assume that deal will get renewed uh, after that three years but facebook they're putting their backs up against the wall and they're just like listen we don't want to pay for this we don't believe we should have to pay for it it doesn't make any sense and you kind of get, well, at least i can see both sides right independent content creators uh media organizations that create content and put it out on facebook twitter instagram stuff everyone wants to get paid for their work and you should get paid for your work especially if it is consumed at a high volume there's a lot of people uh ingesting your content you should get paid for it why not but at the same time facebook who as they said they're not asking for this content they shouldn't have to pay for the content that really appears on on, on their page yes they are responsible for the content that shows up on their pay uh, on their platform but should they really be paying for it now i haven't read through this whole entire australian law new law thing um if we're talking about like in the video sense and we're talking about ads being run on people's videos absolutely facebook should be sharing in the ad revenue 
it makes 110% sense, right? I'm putting out content and you're profiting off the content by putting in ads on my video. I want a piece of the pie or you know what? I'll take my content somewhere else. It just makes sense. Just sharing the profits uh, of the ads that are run on, on people's videos and, and we have a happy medium. Now, if we're talking about the articles that are being posted to Facebook, I'm not really sold on that because we what we do have is we well, we have these media companies who, you know, who, who write articles and they have their own Facebook pages and they put their articles out on Facebook and then people click on them and go to their sites, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think they should have to pay for that. As far as I know, Facebook can't run ads on an article link that you that you put up. So why should they have to pay for that? Like if people click on your link and they're, they're going to go to your, they go to your page, they'll see all the ads that are on, that they're already on your website. So you're going to make the money from there. Plus you're getting the engagement from people clicking and liking and commenting and sharing your article. So I, I, I just don't understand the whole like article and, and, uh, and picture aspect of, of, of the content. Uh, again, just going back to what I said before, if we're talking about video, it makes sense sharing the ad revenue easy peasy but we're talking about articles and you know images and, and pictures that are being shared i just don't see why like to me it seems like double dipping right you're gonna get paid for the ads that are run on that are ran on the articles page that's on your website plus facebook's gonna pay you for sharing that article on your own page i'm confused by it and, and maybe more light will be shut on this once I dive deeper into reading Australia's new law, but it's just, it just doesn't make full sense to me. And I've been trying to wrap my head around it to understand that this whole entire thing, because best believe once Australia passes this law, it's going to be a domino effect. Canada is going to pass the same type of law, the States, the UK, a lot of the major first world countries will pass a very similar law if they haven't already. But as it stands right now, I'm conflicted <laughs> about this new law, but it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how it all plays out and how it all works out in the next couple weeks and months and years. And maybe, and maybe they pass this law and it becomes a new global standard. May or maybe it just it doesn't work out the way they want it to work out. All right, that's it for episode number eight. Thank you so much for locking in. I always do appreciate it. Also, if you came from TikTok to this episode what up i appreciate you being here and i appreciate you following me on tiktok uh it's awesome it's super super awesome again the zenga show is brought to you by wolf m tech you can check them out at wolfmtech.com that's w-o-f-e-m-t-e-c-h.com until episode number nine tell someone you love them take care of one another and peace and love baby the zenga show